by one of those contradictions common enough in politics, although happily tolerably rare in our social relations, whilst on the one hand we were the objects of civility and attention from the society of the island, we heard every day of the adoption of some new measure of general surveillance, the result of which was to restrict the liberty we had enjoyed since our landing. At one time, it was an officer, said to be a guard of honor, but in reality, a spy who had been placed in a barrack 100 meters from the pavilion of the emperor. At another, a telegraphic signal, by means of which everything that went on at Briars was immediately reported in the town. At another time, sergeants were given to us to serve as guides. In a word, we were so well attended to that we could not proceed a step without being accompanied by a pretended guide. And the emperor never set foot out of his room without the admiral being informed of all his motions. This state of things could have no other termination than that of totally altering our relation to the admiral, whatever pains he took to disguise the marks of surveillance, which he caused to be carried on. At last, countless causes received directions to address a note to the admiral protesting against measures, which the situation of St. Helena rendered uselessly harassing, and the Grand Marshal was commissioned to convey it to the admiral and to discuss its contents with him. But whether it was that he did not entirely coincide with the opinion of the compiler of the note, or from some other reason, he did not wish to deliver it, and did not fulfill his mission. A fortnight passed before the emperor heard anything said about it, and it was to his great astonishment that he learned from the mouth of the Grand Marshal that nothing had been said or done. The Emperor's displeasure was visible, but he surprised it with some difficulty through friendship for Bertrand and said to him, You're not delivering the note if you were dissatisfied with its tenor, or if you regarded it as dictated by an impulse of anger, was proof of your devotion to my interests. But this should only have been a delay of some hours. After this delay, you ought to have spoken to me on the subject. You will know that I should have listened to you with attention and should have agreed with your opinions if you had proved to me that you were in the right. But to delay a fortnight without telling me that you not executed the mission with which I charged you is inexplicable. What have you to reply? Grand Marshal only answered by the respectful assurance that he thought he had done well in not delivering the note which he disliked, both as to its composition and its intention. Emperor replied, You are perhaps right, Petran. They have condemned us. This is the anguish of death. They unceasingly join outrage to injustice. What useless fixations! If I was so annoying to them, why did they not kill me? A ball through my heart or my head would have sufficed, and there would at least be some courage in the crime. 